welcome to Groundbreaking, a podcast exploring the stories of young entrepreneurs, the businesses they are building, what's worked, what hasn't, and how they're figuring things out. Well, I just 100% don't believe that I could ever have done this on my own. So the people who are the other founders in this business, um, we found each other and we respect and value the fact that all of us are very, very different. When it comes to the hiring process, it may feel like trying to find a needle in a haystack. With more and more millennials joining the workforce, hiring expectations are evolving, causing massive shifts. Did you know? 42% of people aged 18 to 34 are thinking about a new job. 15% of people would put more effort into their job if they had a positive hiring experience. 62% of small businesses have reported making a wrong hire. And 24% of the wrong hires have caused a loss of customers. Hey guys, I am your host Eli and this week we are talking with Dale. Dale is one of the founders and is the CEO of Weirdly. Dale describes herself as a business leader, an HR tech expert and a future of work fan. She has huge experience across the recruitment industry and challenging traditional business structures. Hey Dale, thank you so much for joining us this week. I'm glad to be here, really excited. Can you please tell us a little bit about yourself? I'm a female CEO of a tech company called Weirdly, and I'm one of four founders. I'm 43 years old and a mother and a partner and fiancé, actually. I have three boys, and um, I come from New Zealand, and I'm part Māori, and I have been in Weirdly for four years now. How did you first get interested in your business? Well... I've been interested in starting my own business for quite a number of years. So Weirdly is four years old. I have another business with my partner, Simon, uh, and that's called Talent Magnet. And we've had that for nine years. And then before that, I used to work for a company in New Zealand called Madison Recruitment. And when I was working for them, I learned a lot about business and a lot about the great side of business and the hard side of business and thought that I'd really like to give it a go myself after seeing other people do it. Wow. Where did the business name Weirdly come from? <laughs> we get asked that question all the time. So because it's a, it's a lot to do with what it is that Weirdly does. So what Weirdly does, it's a piece of uh, HR or recruitment technology, and we help businesses hire people based on a match with attributes, values, and culture fit. We like businesses to find people that are going to fit in with the team, fit in with the values, and fit in the purpose of that business. And we believe in order to match people to businesses and businesses to people, that you need to find out what are the weird things about the business and what are the weird things about you as a person, and how do we find out how those things match. So when we speak to our customers, we say, what are the weird commonalities amongst your team and uh, that are not skills and experience? And the word weird kept coming up. And then one of our other founders, Karen, she um, talked about the word weirdly. And then we also saw a Dr. Seuss quote. I don't know if you've heard about it, and it's about mutual weirdness. 
It's about I'm weird, you're weird, we're all weird. And when you find someone who's the same <laughs> weird as you, you fall in mutual weirdness and you call it love. So that helped us to name the company too. Where did your business idea come from, Dale? Well, I didn't find it alone because there were four of us. Two of us come from a recruitment background and the other two come from a digital cool. innovation background. So we had four completely different kinds of minds and we felt that there was a challenge out there in the workplace. People were finding jobs and not necessarily finding places where they were happy, where they could be fulfilled, where they could be the best they could be. And we thought, I wonder if there's a way we can solve that problem. And so we came up with this idea all together as a group after brainstorming for ages and thinking about it and doing different iterations. And we thought um, we can come up with this cool tool that has a culture engine in it. And together, the four of us decided to build it. What was it like when you first started your business? Oh, it was lots of fun, actually, because we were a little bit naive. We didn't know how hard it was going to get. And we were very aware. Everything was new. So everything we tried was fun and it was an experiment. And um, we, we really wanted to have fun while we were working. But we also wanted to solve really great problems for our customers. So we did a lot of... Um, celebrations uh, when we had small wins because in the early days every single win you have really matters so uh, that was what it was like when we first started lots of fun did you ever feel like giving up oh I think that a lot of entrepreneurs think about giving up very often (laughs) but when you decide to start something like this you heard all the stories you've seen other people do it and you know it's going to be hard And having four founders has really made sure that we've kept at it. But there have definitely been days when we've wanted to give up. But we don't always feel like that at the same time. So if I'm having a hard day, one of the other founders knows how to uh, pep me back up again. Entrepreneurs take risks. How do you approach risk-taking? Oh, I'm a big risk-taker. I've taken risks all my life. And my parents showed me how to take really good calculated risks to get ahead. <laughs> so I was very grateful to them. I um, I take a lot of risks and I approach them sometimes thinking, if this, which option should I choose, the safe path or the hard, risky path? I would choose the hard. Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. That's exactly the same as me. Sounds like you've already got some of the uh, attributes needed for it to be a really great entrepreneur if you're thinking like that. Partnerships are sometimes more difficult than running a business by yourself. What advice do you have? Oh, I just 100% don't believe that I could ever have done this on my own. So the people who are the other founders in this business, um, we found each other and we respect and value the fact that all of us are very, very different. So when you're approaching partnerships, you look at pe- you look for people who complement you, people who can do things that you can't. They're better at you at some things and you're better at them at other things. Um, but always get people who are better than you can, than you are if you can. How did you build a successful customer base? We were really lucky because myself and Simon, who's one of the other founders, um, already worked in the industry that we were going to be selling to. Cool. Yeah. So that meant that uh, when we were looking for people to trial our product, um, we already had some contacts in the market. So I think that was a really good uh, idea for us to find a product and build it and sell it into a market we were already familiar with. That really helped us a lot. 
Dale, what has been some of the most important moments in your life that influenced your approach to businesses? The biggest influence in my life has always been my parents. Um, and that's because they started with not very much and now they've done very well and taken the risks. And I just talked about that. But when I'm thinking about the way I did business, I think my biggest influence is when I worked for another company and I worked for two very strong uh, female leaders who showed me what was possible and showed me how to take risks. And uh, they are the reason why I think I decided that I wanted to do my own thing. What would you say are the key elements for starting a successful business? I think uh, for me, number one, finding the right people to do it with. Number two, uh, having a really good idea, approaching it as if you're solving a problem. It can't be about making money. It's about solving a problem and making other people's lives better. And then the third thing would be you have to be really passionate and enthusiastic about what you're doing because it's going to be hard sometimes and you've got to keep believing in the reason why you're doing it and the problem that yeah. you're going to solve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, maybe for number four, you could say never give up. Oh, absolutely. Don't give up. But you can, but don't, sometimes you can, but mostly it's if you really believe in the reason, if there's a real problem that you're solving, then of course never give up. What is the best way to achieve long-term success? I think it's having a really good plan. So thinking about what the goals are at the end of that success and making sure you find a plan and try to stick with it as much as you can. Because then if you wake up in the morning and it's going to be a hard day, you know what it is you have to do every day to keep on going and to achieve your goals. You hire people for businesses. What have you learned about hiring, starting your own business? Well, the lucky thing for me is my background is in recruitment and hiring people. So I've found it uh, not as challenging as other people, but I must say that when you're hiring people and paying them yourself rather than working for somebody else, you do put a lot more attention on it and you do care about it a whole lot more. What do businesses need to think about when hiring? I think when businesses are hiring people, uh, one really big piece of advice I would give them is to hire people that are passionate and buy into the purpose and the goals that you have for your business. When you are faced with making a hard hiring decision, what process do you use, Dale? If I'm finding it tricky and uh, I'm not sure whether I should hire somebody or not, I will ask other people for advice. I will get them to come in and sit with me in an interview or perhaps take the person out for a cup of coffee or a drink and just check and see what they think. What do you love most about your business? The thing I love most about my business is people. I love the people that I work with and I love the people that we help with our product. If you could go back in time, what advice would you give yourself? (laughs) Um... Save more money. <laughs> it's always going to cost you more and take longer than you think. Who inspires you? Well, I've talked about my parents who have always inspired me from an early age because they made some big, scary decisions uh, and it must have been hard for them at the time. But I'm inspired by people, other entrepreneurs, uh, because they're who keep me going, hearing the stories of the hardships that other people have gone through and yet still they stick at it and then they go on to achieve success. Those kinds of people really inspire me. Okay, final question for me. In one word, describe your own life as an entrepreneur. 
Well, I've got two words. I'm trying to choose between okay. two. Uh, if, if I'm only allowed one, I would say fantastic in the true sense of the word, meaning sometimes I cannot believe that this is my life. When I'm in San Francisco or I'm in Amsterdam and I'm walking down the street, I think, how did I end up here? And it's because I'm working for myself and with other people in the business and we're trying to create something someone has never done before. It's been a lot of fun with you, Dale. Thank you so much for your time. You're very welcome. Thanks so much for inviting me. Thank you. You've reached the end of another episode of Groundbreak. Subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or through your favorite podcast service. Until next time, stay awesome and share the love.